Wise Turtle Speaks is a series of offerings merging philosophy, physics, math, biology, psychology, sociology, education, art, politics, and even love together. We will explore the patterns of our consciousness as it moves through space and time and use those patterns to better understand and solve our problems in all four dimensions of the universe. Namaste. Hi. Today's episode is a little bit of a sidetrack, a little bit of a detour, um, kind of a fun little thing that I, I've been paying attention to lately, which is um, the idea of timing. And uh, this is probably the most most familiar term to uh, the idea of comedy and making sure that something is funny or is reliant upon exactly how the the presentation of it is timed. Um, but I'm going to talk about it in a, a more sort of generic term of social change and and technology and things like that and how whole societies can be moved uh, but that in doing so you have to pay attention to the timing of the movement and and how the the little bit of push that you apply to hopefully make the change happen um, in the in the idea of you know you've got this mass of humanity in the in you know this bell curve of humanity where you know on one edge is the, the 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 very slow moving you know end of the tail types and then you've got the head you know the the sort of leading edge group of people who are who are trundling along experimenting with you know the most crazy and interesting and edgy topics and um, and then you've got the giant mass in the middle this you know this big round blob of slow moving uh, you know rotundity uh, which is where the the middling average types are um, which is you know pretty much everyone almost everyone but we do move we do grow we do change as a society because that's what evolution is all about you know we're we're survivor survival of the fittest um, of course the fittest is not necessarily the fastest or the you know largest or whatever but it is literally just the ones who are able to adapt the best to the environment whatever that environment is and of course our society con constantly changes or so our environment is constantly changing so we have to constantly change in order, order to continue to adapt and that is why we're still evolving more mimetically genetic than genetically although we're probably still evolving genetically a little bit um, in some ways but what I want to talk about with this idea of, of timing is that, um, you know, it was interesting. There was a TED Talk recently by a, a, um, a West Coast sort of startup um, business professional investor kind of guy, um, Bill something or other. I can't quite remember his last name. Um, maybe I'll link to it in the show notes on the blog anyway. Um, but he was talking about how he wanted to figure out what the the most effective strategy was for um, 
businesses and startups and to see what was the most, you know, successful tactic to take. And he studied, you know, a, a, a small handful of different elements of how businesses can function. And he discovered that the vast, not the majority, but the, the near majority, um, nearly 50% of the difference that was made between a, a company that was had similar everything else, similar you know ideology, similar goals, similar um, product or service or whatever. The, the major element of difference between succeeding and failing was literally just timing. Um, you know, people tried to do something at one point, and um, it was a great idea, but it just the world wasn't ready for it, and so it failed. And then, you know, something else came along a few years later and had almost exactly the same thing and was a wild success. Um, his, one of, Bill Gross, that's his name. Bill Gross was the name of the guy who did this presentation. Um, and he's, his example was uh, YouTube was the success, which came along several years after he had tried um, to help a startup company that was doing almost the exact same thing with videos. Um, allowing the public to upload videos and um, that that company was just a failure um, so he discovered that the timing was again not the majority but near 50% of the difference uh, that was made and the rest of the, the differences were of course you know your, your strategy and your connections and you know investment amount of money maybe you know what basically your resources um your resources combined with your the actual idea and how effective it was and how useful it was um but the idea is that you know as you look past in history at especially in science fields uh you know as well as art and some other fields but you know especially in the sciences you know some individual would come up with some um, absolutely useful, brilliant idea, and it would be just roundly rejected by especially this, the other scientists who were just entirely unready to listen to this new idea. Um, and, and, and there's another there's another common saying in science is that you know uh, scientific theories change when uh, the people who have them die out, and then the younger people who have new theories um, just replace them. <laughs> Uh, so that you know, it's not entirely true, but it, it certainly is uh, a large percentage of the time that that humans just are not easily moved, um, especially when it's a very deeply held belief system uh, that that has worked very well for someone. Um, this is why religions are stick around for so long because they they have worked so well for so many people. Um, they aren't perfect, of course. Which if they were perfect, then they wouldn't be religions, they would just be science. Um, or they would just be, you know, common sense or whatever. Uh, you wouldn't need to continue on this this pressure to push the idea on someone um, if, if it just constantly worked. So, so no theory that we have, whether it, it, it's an artistic, creative, expressive way of describing the universe as religions tend to be, and art tends to be, in mythology, stories tend to be, um, or it's, you know, more fact-based, you know, measuring kind of science. Uh, but any way that we try to describe, we theorize, we come up with, with predictory, prediction kind of concepts, uh, it's going to be imperfect. So, 
um, it's going to take some convincing on some people's part, and um, the more convincing it might take, the, you know, the, the more unusual something is compared to a previous theory, uh, the the more um, the less likely it is that people are going to take that idea up, um, and then they might just never get there. Um, so timing, yes, is crucial. Now, there are two ways to approach this. Um, again, because the primary reason why people um, are moved so slowly is because they do have what I call the comfortably numb theory, which is the theory that, that works good enough most of the time. Um, you know, again, no theory is perfect, no approach to life, uh, no prediction uh, approach works continuously. Um, but, you know, many of them work well enough most of the time, or at least, you know, a large percentage of the time, that people aren't willing to give them up. So they're going to stick to this theory and have this comfortably numb, you know, good enough for now, don't bother me. You know, I, I don't have the energy to test out a new theory and see if it works. I'm just sticking with what I know. So it's the, the stick in the mud uh, thing, which in more uh, scientific terms is, is inertia. Um, this is literally, you know, energy, mental mass, uh, staying in whatever path that it's normally going. It, it takes a lot of effort to change paths. And we're aware of that, you know, at least as humans, we're consciously aware that, you know, changing our ideas, changing our approach, our tactics um, does take a lot of energy. So we're not usually willing to give people the benefit of, of doubt until we see a really good reason to do so. Now, this is where timing comes in. Um, the really One of the really good reasons for people changing their approach is if their previous approach is failing them dramatically. Um, so this is why timing comes in that if you find people who are just, you know, pulling their hair out, they're at their wit's end, they're, they're saying, oh, crap, this is so not working, there's something seriously wrong, um, you know, that's when you can step in and say, ha, look at this, look at this over here, I have this way, you know, um, test it out. And so that's one option for getting your timing right, is to find the people who are open to new ideas, who are, are, you know, ready to make that change and looking for something new. Now, the other option is to find, um, to find the people who, you know, aren't really ready to change, aren't really open to it, but give them just a little tweak to their old system, uh, bringing it slightly closer to your, your new and better approach that you know works, but that, you know, they're going to need some convincing. So you can give them just a little taste of it um, that's just slightly effortful, but not the full whole hog, you know, approach. Um, and that's your other approach for timing, and that works, you know, equally as well if you do things in tiny little stages, you know, that's, for example, um, you know, that, that may be how civil rights mostly affect, actually a, a better approach is how um, um, 
gay and lesbian rights um, and, and gender-free marriage seems to have worked best. Um, there wasn't, you know, some huge, big, dramatic change um, over the, at least in the United States, um, overnight kind of thing. It was a gradual change. You know, there were little bits here and there. Um, people started having civil unions. Then they started, you know, rallying for it in the states so each different you know different states slowly started taking this on and testing it out and, you know and it that worked the baby step approach worked um you know climbing up a hill one step at a time that works for many situations so that kind of approach to timing is is less about timing and more about meeting people where they are and bringing things down to their level you know working with you know whatever whatever they need and uh, working with them in a way that acknowledges who they are where they are what they're doing and then the other the, the final approach is to simply not worry about the masses not worry about that meddling average you know large collection of people in the middle of society and simply aim for the people who are already near the edge and already to um, they're not ready to give up they're just simply really open-minded and really curious and that's kind of where I am you know I'm imagining that most of the people who are listening to this or at least most of the people who are enjoying this and sticking around are the people who are ready for some dramatic curiosity you know exploration you know the the the, the t t p types in myers-briggs personalities you know the the, the real thinkers and perceivers who are just open-minded and, and looking for new ideas everywhere um, and so i figure that's my approach you know I'm not so worried about the masses I'm not so worried about making huge social change I'm just looking to offer some new ideas to the people who are looking for new ideas and you know who's to say that my ideas are the best you know I feel very confident that I've tested them out quite well but you know that I make mistakes that every theory is imperfect and I'm also looking for new ideas from other people so I share my ideas and I figure if we can all collaborate um, then we'll probably figure something out even better um, so those are the three approaches to timing I guess you know maybe there's some others maybe you can add to this but uh, going over those sort of reviewing them the, the three approaches are um, either to wait until people are desperate and have totally given up on their old ideas and are just ready to do something new because they're so desperate and their old ideas didn't work. Or you can meet people where they are, meet this giant mass in the middle that's, that doesn't have the energy to move very quickly to you know just move a tiny little bit. And rather than so much worrying about timing, worry about spacing, I guess, worrying about uh, the, the amount of time that you give people to change. It's another way to think about it. And then the final approach is to not worry about it at all, that um, leave timing aside and just uh, do what you want to do and share what you want to share and, you know, 
expect that there'll be very, very few people interested, but that, you know, if you do have something interesting to say, that someone out there will be interested. Uh, and then, you know, just let things go from there. Because, uh, you know, you do what you want to do, right? <laughs> okay, so I guess I'm going to wrap that up. And maybe you have some comments for me about that. Maybe you um, have your own theories about timing and want to share them or not. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this and I'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye.